Hello and welcome to a deep and meaningful conversation. You are listening to Anthony Brown. Let me give you a brief background of the whole concept of deep and meaningful conversations and why I started this podcast in the first place. Now, in my early 20s, I always found myself getting involved in metaphysical conversations with my friends and discussing the whole notion of reality and whether reality is real and how we fit into this reality and the importance of following and finding your own self within this reality. This is the whole ethos. This is the whole birth of deep and meaningful conversations. I never started doing doing anything with this. When I had these discussions with my friends, it was just a form of expression with the people that I knew. I didn't have any intention of doing doing anything with it. And it, yeah, it was just conversations. But during my travels over the last year, I came across some people and we were having these conversations again. These type of deep and meaningful conversations about life and our purpose in life. And then I decided, you know what? You need to do something with this form of expression. You need to find an outlet, a spiritual, metaphysical outlet. Because you can't keep getting involved in these conversations with people and not do anything about it. There must be a reason as to why you keep attracting these type of people that are interested in these type of topics. So that's it. That's the birth. That's the birth of DMCs, of deep and meaningful conversations, you know. And today, it's going to be a solo monologue. It's going to be a solo discussion. And I'm going to be talking about the topic of self sabotage or rather the theme is self-sabotaging thoughts now for me self-sabotaging thoughts are any kind of thoughts that interrupt your intuition and attempt to uproot your inner guidance that's my that's my perception now according to psychic today online it says that self-sabotage, no, sorry, according to Google, it states that self-sabotage is any behavior, thought, emotional action that holds you back from getting what you consciously want. Self-sabotage is the conflict that exists between conscious desires and unconscious wants that manifest in self-limiting patterns of behavior. Wow, I mean, that is a very concise definition and I would agree with that definition 100% now the reason why I'm tackling this this topic is because I found that this affected me very deeply 
I found that I was having, and sometimes I still do have, these thoughts that try to try to stop me from being myself. You know, there are some people that call it the chattering monkey, um, the pessimistic mind, but I don't. I think it's more deeper than that. There's something about. If I go back to this definition, you know, it's unconscious wants that manifest in self-limiting patterns of behavior. So it's a conflict that exists between conscious desires. So when you have a desire, you know, if I if I transmit if I translate that to when you discover your inner voice and when your intuition says I want to be a painter, for example. And then you have these unconscious thoughts. Oh no, not unconscious. You have these thoughts that come from your unconscious mind, which tell you otherwise. For example, if you've grown up with parents that have always worked in a factory, and you say to your mom and dad, okay, you know what? I want to be an artist. I want to be a painter. I want to do something different. I love painting. I just love different colors. I love to draw. I love to um, express myself through this form, this art form. I want to do it as a career. And then they say to you, nah, 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 listen, son, look. You need to get a real job in society that pays well, that is stable, and that is practical in this society. Being a painter, it's unpredictable. It's 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 a long-winded career. You're going to struggle. You're going to be poor. Bearing in mind, these are the same parents that work in a factory, which, of course, they're going to be poor as well. But they have this belief, this self-limiting belief, that you must do jobs that are very practical in society and that are how would I say that don't require you to dig deep within yourself and express who you are. They just require you to function as a kind of body and, and just be a kind of external uh, mechanical person. So you're just operating on the, on the surface of yourself you're not ever going deep whereas the artist the painter is expressing themselves from deep within and so because these parents have never been told and never been taught how to find their true expression their true form their true self they then force and project those limiting patterns of behavior onto their child and say look you can't do this because it's not practical. So 
that limiting belief becomes the son's limiting belief and they say okay you're right actually it's going to take me a few years to become a professional painter i'm going to starve for a while it's not worth it i may as well just find a job any job in society and then maybe do painting as a hobby because that's practical pay the bills with something else practical and any artistic expression is just a hobby. It's no career at all. These are the limiting these are the limiting beliefs that sabotage you. And they manifest in so many different ways. And let me just put out a disclaimer. I'm not a psychologist. All I'm doing is expressing who I am and Going through my own perception of what self-sabotaging thoughts are and how they affect you. And so, if we go back into this, where do these thoughts come from? Now, apparently, as mentioned before, they come from the unconscious mind. And the unconscious mind is programmed in the early stages of life by your parents by your teachers by your friends these are the people that shape your unconscious mind through your experiences through the through the words that people speak to you these are all filtering through your mind and going into the unconscious mind which in which then in turn has an effect on your behavior and has an effect on your your outlook on life. And so it's very important to surround yourself with people that are on your own wavelength and people that synchronize with who you are and don't judge who you are because if you're con if you're if you're always getting in arguments and people are always trying to shoot down your trying to shoot down your ideas, trying to shoot you down whenever you try to be yourself, then you need to question as to whether you need to be around those people because they're going to project their limitations onto you and prevent you from being who you are. I'll give you an example. I remember when I was around twenty twenty one years old. And my ex-girlfriend was a very practical person. And when I said to her, when I say practical, I mean practical in the sense of only doing jobs that um, resonate with what society tells you to do. And so when I said to her, I want to be a journalist, I want to try and do this, she said to me, no, no, you can't be a journalist. That is just, that's way too, that's way too hard. And plus, you know, you just don't have, you don't have the ability to, you just don't, you can't do that. You can't just suddenly decide that you want to be a journalist. Come on, what is, what is up with you? You know, that's, that's the, that's the projection. That's the limiting and self-sabotaging nonsense 
that was embedded into her and now she's imposed that onto me and tried to prevent me from being who I am. But I didn't listen to her. I went ahead. I did some research into a topic I was interested in. At the time, it was, it was democracy. I interviewed some people. I looked online, read some books about this whole political concept. And then I wrote an article. And then I met somebody in... In... Uh, what what was it? It's a kind of... It was a job agency. It was an agency, yes. It was a work agency. And a reception. I became friends with a receptionist. And she knew somebody who was an editor, ironically. And then... I said, yeah, I've been, I've been writing this article lately. And I think that... You know, I want I want you to have a look at it. I want you to have a look at this article and see, and you know, and just tell me what you think about it. And she goes, yeah, I'll look at it. And she said, oh, this is this is actually quite good, actually. Um, by the way, I have a friend who's an editor. Um, what do you think if I send them this, you know, this article that you've just done and see what happens? I had nothing to lose. And I said, OK, why not? The next thing you know, I get a, an email from her telling me, you know what, the editor actually wants to publish this article. And I was blown back. I just said, what? Seriously? I mean, I had no experience of journalism whatsoever. I literally just followed my own gut. I just decided to do some journalistic research and as a result, I had an article published in my local newspaper. All from just, you know, trying to be myself. And ignoring sabotaging thoughts. Which at that time was coming from somebody external around me. My ex-girlfriend. You see? And so... That experience to me proved that don't listen to somebody else. Don't listen to sabotaging people and sabotaging thoughts because that's the root. The root of it is sabotaging thoughts. And those self-sabotaging thoughts, they come from other people as well. In, in essence, it's just sabotaging thoughts that can come from anyone. You know, it can come it can it can come from you, it can derive from somebody else, and you have to be aware of this because we we can't allow we can't allow this to prevent us from being who we are, you know, because there's so many times where I just it also manifests in in laziness as well because when you know that you can do something and you're just not doing it because you have a job, you know, which pays well, but you know that this is nothing to do with who you are, you're then sabotaging who you are. You're sabotaging your true potential in life.
you see. I just had to meditate on that for a while because it's true for me as well. I found myself being lazy and giving up within myself because I start to think, ah, oh, it's just too difficult to do this now. It's too difficult to do and live my passion. It's too difficult to express this craft. And when you realize that this comes from this idea that whenever you do something that you love, for example, I'm an actor. I have, back, I have a background in the performing arts and whenever I whenever I find myself working as an actor I come alive you know I become a happy bright person but when I'm not doing that I just find that my whole spirit is dampened I don't feel, I don't feel complete. And, you know, at times it's because of those thoughts. Those thoughts are telling me, ah, oh, you know what? It's just too hard now. You know, think about your age. Think about how far you've got in this career. You know, if we can even call it a career. Just, why are you bothering to do this? It's not working find something else find something practical you see it goes back to that there's these embedded negative sabotaging thoughts preventing me from being who i am and limiting me which manifest as behavior in life so i won't be hunting for those opportunities i won't be networking as hard as i could i won't be practicing speeches because i'm catching myself limiting who i am not catching myself limiting i'm limiting who i am because of embedded sabotaging thoughts which i would say in ref in in hindsight i would say is my own responsibility for allowing sabotoxic and and just quitters and people that have no dream in their life to influence my life but i haven't the good thing about myself is that i haven't allowed that to be a long-lasting effect in my life. So I've always listened to people, but then went on to do whatever I wanted to do anyway. And so I have worked as an actor. I have followed my other dreams of traveling, regardless of what other individuals have said to me in my life. You can't do this. You shouldn't do this. You're not good enough. Those thoughts have been embedded into my mind, but I've broken through those thoughts. 
and found the strength within me to be who I am. And that's the that's the whole purpose of me doing this podcast. It's a self-analysis, you know, and to translate that self-analysis to an audience who can then analyze their own limiting and self-sabotaging thought patterns, which then turn into behavioral lifestyles. And then before you know it, you're not actually being who you are. You're just in this random job and living for the weekend, as they say. I mean, what is that about? You know? I mean, it's... You can you can find a job that you half like temporarily in order to make a transition into doing what you love because in the arts there are going to be gaps in your employment so it's good to find a second craft that you can do that you enjoy which allows you to still find some happiness while you're working towards finding your next artistic employment but a lot of people just abandon they abandon themselves completely and just say nah you know what it's too much i'm just gonna give in i'm just gonna give in to these thoughts and i'm just gonna go on and find any practical job in society and i just hate that term practical real job i mean who are these people that invent these concepts and why do they think they have the authority to impose their idea of reality onto other people? Because if they were truly reflecting on what it is to be a human being, they would understand that everyone has the right to be themselves. and. Your only job as a friend, as a teacher, is to encourage others to be themselves. But we don't live in a society where people do that. We live in a society where everyone tells other people what to do while not doing the things they're preaching to other people. And so it's a hypocritical, double-standard way of living, which just goes on and on and on. And the root of that, again, is just the sabotage. Again, you know, I know I'm repeating myself, but it is just the sabotaging thoughts. The root of it is that. That's where it comes from. It comes from somebody down the line, your mother's mother or your father's father, passed down limiting, sabotaging, thoughts into behavior of practical living in the form of finding a practical job in the form of not following your dreams not going traveling for long periods of time you know this kind of box you know that you've been put into has been shaped by 
the people that came before you if that's the case for you because there are other parents that do encourage their children to be themselves and there are other children that rebel against their parents that do impose a box on them and break through and be themselves so that's the strength that's the strength of being a human being and being yourself because you can break through the whole purpose is to break through the limiting sabotaging thoughts and when you do that you then have a backdrop of evidence of what it's like to to be yourself because in order to be yourself you have to fight against those who are trying to make you something else and your own self that is trying to listen to those people that are sabotaging yourself but when you push back those forces that's when you become yourself that's when you find your true self so being your true self is a form of resistance when you resist those forces you're being you when you don't resist them you're not you're being somebody else you gave you've given in to the pressures you know you've been flooded with the negative thoughts, with the self-sabotaging thoughts, and you've accepted it, and you've been defeated, and as a defeated person, you then become somebody else. And when you become somebody else, you're just lost. You're lost in this, in this, lack you're lost in this lack of understanding of how to be yourself that's what happens because you've been battered so much by those those thoughts and those people that are trying to suppress who you are that you just you can't seem to find you can't can't seem to find your way back into who you are but there is a way around that there is a way around that the way around that is to open your mind open your soul to to researching information that encourages you to expand your mind and to accept different perceptions of life when you when you begin to open up your mind and open up your heart to different ideas of reality that's when those thoughts then go into the unconscious mind and affect your behavior and then 
encourage you to find and be yourself. This is this is breaking this is breaking the those patterns. You the only way to break those patterns from my perception is to open your mind to different perceptions of life. Listen to different types of people speak. Don't just listen to your local mentors in the form of teachers parents you know family senior family members come outside of that playground and go and find somebody else to influence you and listen to a different perception whether that's reading a book from a from an obscure philosophy you know from an obscure obscure philosophist you know i mean i don't think i'm even pronouncing that right but from somebody who is just way outside of your comfort zone just read a book or yeah read a book from someone who you wouldn't normally read a book from you know or do something that you haven't done before and by doing that you're breaking down the normal patterns of behavior which have embedded into your self and eventually those new patterns break down the old patterns and then you become who you are because you've broken down those sabotaging and limiting beliefs it does take it does take a while it takes a long while to break those patterns down now for me those patterns were broken down by reading books from alternative researchers by spending a lot of time walking by by doing things like tai chi but ultimately it came down to me just being fed up of of the pressure to be something you're not i was just fed up with this whole notion that you just have to be what everyone else tells you to be i was i was just sick and tired of it it was just it was just it was crazy i'm sick and tired of this nonsense you know i mean just watching everyone repeat the same process you know and you think wow why is this why is why is everyone just doing the same thing you know and then you find yourself repeating and copying these people you know going to college and you know doing a levels and doing 
random subjects. I mean, I studied a bunch of random subjects in college that had nothing really to do with who I am. Yes, it was useful for studying and learning, you know, about different topics. But when I look back, I just look at sociology, you know, and I think to myself, why did I study such a subject? And the thing is, when you look at sociology in the form of A-levels, I remember whenever I did an essay, if I repeated everything that the other sociologists wrote down and put that into my essay, I would get top marks all the time. You know? I mean, I wasn't a brilliant, brilliant, you know, academic student, but I meant that if I repeated, if I just re repeated what they said, I'll get good marks. But whenever I tried to put down my own opinion, it was one mark maximum. So if I write a page or a sentence expressing my own opinion on a sociological concept, then it doesn't matter. It's just one mark because your own opinion your own form of expression is not valid in college, in school. And so that's when I realized that these people are not actually trying to encourage you to be who you are. They're just trying to push you to be somebody else. Because as, you, as I just said, whenever I tried to be myself and write down my own opinion, I was told, you're only going to get one mark for this, so, you know, I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't bother trying to give a lengthy opinion on a particular subject. Go and focus on what the other people say and reference those as much as you can because that's where, you know, that's where the marks are. That's where the marks are laid. You know, or that's where the marks lie, rather, you know. so. It's, it's interesting, you know, because, again, that's another form of projection. That's another form of self, somebody's self-sabotaging thoughts that have been imposed. All of the professors, all of the teachers, they've been put, they've been imposed upon by another teacher, by somebody's limiting and self-sabotaging thoughts because some they, somebody has sabotaged their own self and so they've sabotaged their own self and just focused on what their teacher told them to be and then they now go out and become a teacher and impose that onto somebody onto other students so then there's this process of a continuation of destroying everyone's intuition, destroying everyone's core self. So that's the whole process. There's a process of external living. And by external living, I mean not 
living from within, not expressing who you are. That's the norm. You're supposed to just ignore, like I said in the sociology essays, ignore your own opinion because it's only one mark. You're not going anywhere with this. So just focus on the external, what others said outside of you. Because you don't matter. You're nothing. That's the message that they're portraying to people. You don't matter. So don't bother. Don't bother expressing who you are. Don't you dare. Don't you dare do that. How dare you attempt to find your true self and put that on a piece of paper or express that through your own form of expression and finding your own craft in life. How dare you attempt to do that? How dare you? That's the message. That's the destruction. That's the sabotage which I am dealing with. And so, just to round up what I've been saying, just, just to summarize, it's basically, we're dealing with thoughts and behavioral patterns that become normal in our life, which has been embedded into our unconscious mind, which then interrupts our intentions or behavior when we try to do something outside of those embedded patterns of behavior of when we think outside the box as well so when you try to do something outside of your own limiting beliefs and outside of your own embedded unconscious thought patterns which sabotage you when you try to be yourself when you try to step outside of that realm you become crushed by your own self because somebody else taught you to crush yourself whenever you try to be yourself so that's, that's the sabotage we're dealing with. And that's, that's a very dangerous way of living. How have we been taught to crush ourselves when we try to be ourselves? So that's the journey that I'm trying, that's the journey that I'm on now, is to unplug myself from those patterns of behavior and to unplug those thoughts and just get rid of them. So the only thing that's left is me. Because those things are kind of acting as a kind of barrier. You know. Protecting. Not protecting. Um, guarding. And imprisoning. My essence. You know. It's a kind of self a self-imposed barrier 
and you have to and I have to break through that resistance in order to be part of me in order to be myself and so that is the journey to break to just to go over it again break through the embedded thoughts that have been passed down to you by your parents your mentors your teachers break through them follow your true self and resist when you resist you break through the patterns of behavior which sabotage who you are that's the whole process and so i hope that you've gained something through my my conversation there my solo conversation there my solo perception there you know and i hope you and i hope you do some research yourself into your own self and your own behavior and try to address what's going on inside now thank you very much for listening I hope to speak to you again and I hope everyone finds a way of resisting the sabotaging thoughts. Thank you very much everyone. You have been listening to Anthony Brown and this was a deep and meaningful solo conversation.